So we learned yesterday, Chelik Aleph Peruk Beis, the purpose of creation. We learned that since Hashem is good, He good comes out of the Rebbeinu Shalom, and good the only good is to confession. And a person has to be sort of controlled and earned it, and therefore there has to be a Yitzhara, and therefore there has to be Ra in this world. That's what we learned yesterday in step by step of the thing that we see in this world. Now we're going to discuss what man is and what he's what he's prized of, what he is before and after. Okay, more length to, to explain is why there has to be sort of so much bad in this world. I mean, it's one of the that's when it says uh, you know five types of you know sort of non true belief systems in this world of sort of a desire systems or similarly of similar ones and they're all based on the perplexion that people face, which is some people just don't think of anything, but even those who do. They say, how could there be a God who watches over everything and takes care of every single thing, and then there'd be so many terrible things going on in this world? That is one of the greatest questions, and that's one of the things we answered to some degree yesterday about why Hashem had to create Ra. The purpose of Ra in this world is in order for us to overcome it because we have to earn it in order to be dealt with by Hashem. Okay. Perish lishi b'minanushi, man. As we have discussed, man is the creature created for the purpose of cleaving to Hashem. Only man is placed between perfection and deficiency with the power to earn perfection. Man must earn this perfection, however, through his own free will and desire. If he were compelled towards perfection, then he would not be the master of it. Rather, he who compelled him would be the one responsible and God's purpose would not be fulfilled. This is what I was saying yesterday, that, I, that idea that... Whatever, I can go into it again, that why... Another answer why Hashem couldn't have just made us, created us without the feeling of embarrassment and just created us attached to Him because as He says here, rather He who compelled Him would be the one responsible and God's purpose would not be fulfilled because then it would just be God Himself, the part that He created and not a different part that attached itself to Hashem. It was therefore necessary that man be given free will and, and be balanced between good and evil and not be compelled towards either. He has the power of choice and is able to choose either side knowingly and willingly and possess and possess whichever one he wishes. Man was therefore created with both a good urge and an evil urge. He to her and he ate to Tavia. It's a power to climb himself into whatever direction he desires. So we're not going to discuss it yet, but let's bring up a question, which is a very important question, which is a lot of words that we throw out that are in a person. What's in you? You have a Yetzirah, you have a Yetzirah, you have a Neshama, you have a Guf, right? And then what else, how else would you describe yourself besides those four things? You also say me, right? So when you say me, which one which of those four things do you mean? The Itzahara, the Itzatayv, the Guf and Neshama. All. All. How about you, you Guf? You say me, you mean the Guf, let's say if Chashamsam loses a finger, is there less me? I'm not asking. How about when person, right? You say you go, to, you go up to Shemayim, what goes up? Who's me? What's my neshama? Something I have in my pockets? Why do I care about my neshama? Let my neshama go up. Consciousness. Consciousness. <laughs> that's a good word. At some degree, and that's true. Then what's the neshama and the Yitzhah and the Yitzhah with all those things floating around? It could be. I'm not saying it's not, but what is it? You know, do you know, you, do, are you friends with your neshama? You know what it is? Absolutely not. Uh, that's, uh, are you friends with the Yetzirah? 
Are you friends with Yitzhak? Are you friends with Yitzhak? Dave? Wait, well, who is it? There's like a little guy in each shoulder that's whispering things to you. So these are questions you have to understand, and not only just to understand the world, but also in order to understand how to win over in the long run the Yitzhak and the Yitzhak. You have to be able to understand what you're referring to. Yaakov, these good questions? Very good questions. So we're going to get there sometime in the next day, a couple of days. In order that God's goal best be achieved, the highest wisdom decree that man should consist of two opposites. These are his pure spiritual soul and his unenlightened physical body. One is drawn towards its nature so that the body inclines towards the material while the soul leans towards the spiritual. So we're made of two things. Again, the, the, the five things we're going to discuss, basic five things, which is Yetzirah, Yetzirah, Gof, Neshama, and me. And what those five things are. So over here he says, there's a Gof and Neshama. Right? If the soul, the two are, are then in constant battle. If the soul prevails, the soul is what, again, we'll explain more, but the soul is what draws us to do good things. Draws us to be Dabak by Hashem. It not only elevates itself, but elevates the body as well. The Gof changes. And the individual thereby attains his destined perfection. If he follows the phys- allows the physical to prevail, on the other hand, then besides lowering his body, he also debases his soul. Such an individual will be unfit for perfection and be kept far from it, God forbid, even though he retains the ability to subject the physical of his soul to soul and intellect and thereby achieve perfection, even though at a certain point you come far from Hashem and you and you kept that way. Nevertheless, he always has the ability to, to overcome. He used the words of his, of his seichel and his soul. His intellect and his soul. That's another word that's going to be part of what's going on here. So let's try to explain it now before we get to it. It'll be easier now because then we'll, when the words come up in this paragraph, we'll, 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 uh, we'll try to understand them. Again, this is, a very, this, is a, a, this is something that's very hard to understand. And it's very, very important to understand. Mickey, should you repeat the questions? What are the Yetzirah and Yetzirah? What's the Neshama, what's the Guf, and what's me? We've discussed this before. I think there's the third time. Shiva is, I think, 11 years old. I think this is the third time we learned Derech Hashem. But this is a very perplexing question. So let me try to explain as best as I understand. Again, there's a higher part of understanding based on, you know, the secrets of the world that, 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 that we're not going to talk about. But there's, you can try to understand our Pipashib chat. What does it mean when we say my soul? I'll start off with a word from Abraham J. Tversky. My fourth cousin, I think he is. Oh, I was fourth cousin. Anyway, he said he was once by a doctor's convention. And... And someone asked him, Rabbi, do you really believe that you have a soul? To which he responded, no, I don't believe I have a soul. I am a soul. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What does that mean? So again, five questions. Five, five terms. And me. When you go up to Elam Haba, what goes up to Elam Haba? So you always taught the Neshama goes up, right? Like I said, so what do I care about my neshama? It's something else. It's me or it's my neshama. So like this, a guf, it means like this. A guf is the physical part of a person, the animalistic part of a person. Me, us and animals are very, very similar. What does an animal want? 
survival and survival of the species. In human terms, it's called Taivas Narshim and Taivas Achila. Right? Survival and survival of the species. It's all an animal wants. Right? We want those things as well. An animal, does an animal have intelligence? Yes. Not as, they're not as smart as most humans. Right? But they have intelligence. Right? So, therefore... We have that animal intelligence as well, which drives us towards those things. And an, do animals have emotion? Yes. And those emotions, we have those animal emotions as well, and that drives us towards those things. We're born as animals. We have the ability to overcome those drives, but that's the goof. The goof and the yetzahara are really the same thing. The goof means the animalistic part of a person, which is, the Yitzhahara is not a little guy whispering in one, it's not two things, two guys whispering in your ear, do good and do bad. You like that? (laughs) It's you yourself. The Yitzhahara, the goof is what draws you towards doing animalistic behavior. And many, many people, if you don't mind me, and many people, if are animals, that's all they are. They've never refined themselves above that. And the only thing that drives them is survival and survival of the species. And therefore they and a cow are the same thing. So that is the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah is that we all have animal instincts and intellect and emotions within us and animal seichel. And those things drive us towards doing animalistic behavior. And that is the Yetzirah. Then we have something called the neshama. The neshama is, has a few roles. One of its roles is that it, there's a higher seichel, a human seichel, the intellect of a human, which is able to go above animal, in, uh, animal intellect. Meaning, what it does is, is that an animal can, be, can never change. Meaning, you can train an animal but an animal, you can always predict an animal's behavior based on certain things. An animal, it's like, it's like a flower blowing in the wind. Meaning, wherever the wind blows, that's where it goes. A human being has the ability to, be, to say, I'm pulled in two directions. And you sometimes we say to ourselves, I want that, but I really don't want that. Have you ever say to yourself? Right? So you get old, you get a little overweight like me, right? You say... I want that piece of cake, but I know I shouldn't have it. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't, right? So does an animal ever have those sort of like that conversation? I do and I don't. There's no such thing. Because there's only one part to an animal, and that's the animal. A human has a seichel. It says, my animal wants to eat the cake. My animal part of me wants to eat the cake. And the seichel, Bahamius, wants and emotions want to eat the cake but I my intellect, my consciousness my human intelligence tell me it's not the right thing to do. I want to waste time and watch a movie for three hours meaning my animal part of me which again animals the human animal is not the same exact thing as a cow because human animals like to waste time and watch TV right? so that part of me says I want to waste four hours right? but I say no, I my seichel, my neshama, doesn't want me to do that. I don't want to do that. And then you battle, and sometimes you win, and sometimes you lose. Right? 
So when I say the neshama, neshama's role is a few things. The neshama's role is what pulls, is attached to the seichel, and, and drives the seichel to do the, to connect to the Benishalem. The neshama has other roles. The neshama has a higher roles, which is what makes it that everything that we do in this world is connected through a of chains, it's called, of our actions that affect the rest of the world, in contrast to a guy who doesn't have that ability. So that, that's a role the neshama plays. And neshama is, neshama el-yoyna is a chelik el-kami mal, that our actions, the Rebbe set up, are connected to Hashem in a certain way and affect the whole world. That's also the role of the neshama. But what, it, what it, the neshama does is it, is in this world, we'll talk about, he's going to talk about later, what the neshama does later on in the next world, which is that the neshama later on in the next world draws us and purifies us and allows us to come to Hashem. But the neshama in this world, what it does is that it pulls our seichel and says, come close to your Hashem. Do what, do what you're really meant to do in life. That's what the seichel does. It draws our seichel, our human seichel, which can say, I don't want to act like a cow. I want to do something else. That's what the neshama does. So, so the guf and the neshama are two different parts of a person. It's not outside parts of a person. It's a person himself. The guf is the animal part of a person, which drives towards animal needs. And then the neshama is connected to the seichel, pulls the seichel and says, you could be, overcome your animalistic behavior and become a, a bidavak basha. And that's when I, so when I say, I go to, when you say, when, when a person, after a person dies, and his body's in the ground, or a few years later, when there's nothing left in the ground, right? It's all eaten, right? And where is he? So he's in the oil of He's in the world of souls. But what am I? What does it mean, I'm there? I'm not here. I'm, the, the, I'm in the ground. So the answer is, is that when I, when I say me, we use the word that Batali used before, my consciousness, which means my Intelligence, my emotions, my my and which is which is my seichel. In another word, but not just seichel. That's why we use the word seichel, but includes my emotions and 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 feelings, as well. Are connected to the neshama. They become part. The Rebbeim gives us that our neshama is part of the seichel, and that's who I am. So when I say I, person has to learn to identify. I as the soul. I means my seichel, which connected to the neshama, which is what drives me to be davak by Hashem, that's who I am. Not everybody means that. Some people, when they say I, right? When a guy is an uh, 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 MMA fighter, when he says I, you think he means his intellect? No. That's not how he defined himself. He's a cow, right? He defines himself by his physical nature. A human argument, an intelli- about, about an intelligent argument, right? When do we fight it out? Is, why are we switching from humans to cows? The answer is that because if I define myself as an animal, so if I win the fight, I won, right? But it shows how a person defines himself. You know, let's take it outside. And why? And if I win the fight, that means I'm, I'm better than you. Why? Because I'm a better cow. Stupid. It's very understandable. But do you think Chavitz Chaim, if you were to say you want to arm wrestle, he would say, oh, you should have seen my, I could beat you in arm wrestle, right? Would that make sense? 
would it make sense? Because why would he care about who's strong? It, it makes no difference, right? He has no pride in his physical abilities because they're meaningless to him. Yeah, that's a very high level. But the point is, so, go, so let, let, let's, let's try to round this up. The Yetzirah is the guf, which is the animal part of a person with animal intellect, animal emotion, animal drive, which is survival and survival of the species. The 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 physical body. That's how I define myself. That's who me is. And some people, when they say me, they mean my intellect, my consciousness, which is connected to my neshama, which is connected to Rebbe Nishuan. That's how hopefully we learn to identify. Right. Animals. That's what it means. Kiyetz a few weeks away in the parasha. Kiyetz leva adam ram and urva born. The yetz of a person, the urge of a person is a yetzahara. Why? Because you're born as a child, purely selfish. Then you learn through your neshama and through the human intellect to become a giving person to become davuk b'ashem. That's the roundup. And again, when we say I, I say a person goes to el but means his 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 consciousness. His mind, his feelings, which is connected to the neshama, which is connected to the neshama. And then the neshama, again, the neshama also plays a role in this world of the fact that we're connected to the neshama, that all our actions have effect on the whole world. And again, and, and as we're going to see, it has another effect. The neshama also has an effect on that as we go to the next world, it purifies our body, and we'll get to that as we go along. Clear, Menachem? Yes or no? Appreciate that. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll probably review it in the next day or two. Again, um, I'm trying to make it simple. That's my goal. But it took me, for myself, it took me many years to get to this uh, simplicity. Now, when you, when, the better you understand something, the less you say. The, you, the less, you know, the, 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 the simpler, the Merebi story, everything has to become simple. And to have a real good avon in something, when when you really understand it, it's pasha. Adam David, yeah, a car is pasha. Is it complicated to you or simple? Yeah. Simple. Yeah, simple. But this, yeah. right? Well, you know, you, but to me, I look I at it. Right, and I look at it kind of like, what the heck is going on? Right, I don't know what's going on. It's, it's, not, it's like complicated is not the word. Right, I have no idea. But when you know it, it's simple. So I've worked. I I, I hope I'm right, and I think this is the way to understand. Those again, five terms that we use. It's a hari, it's a taiv, seichel, neshama, and me. Continue inside a little bit. God's goodness decreed that there be a limit to man's efforts required to attain perfection. After this period of effort is completed, he attains his level of perfection and is then allowed to enjoy for all eternity. God therefore created two distinct periods, one, at, one as a time of earning and the other as a time of reward. Again, the Mechal is going in the order of how things were created and why things are in this world. And now he's explaining why there are two worlds, this world and the next world. As a general, that which pertains to good is always greater. That's a rule in Chazal. The period of earning is therefore limited and lasts no longer than God's wisdom decreed sustained suitable for his purpose. The period of reward, on the other hand, has no limit. The man continues to derive pleasure from his earned perfection for all eternity. Since the period of earning and reward are different, it is appropriate that man's environment and experiences be different in the two. That's why the two worlds are created totally different, this world and the next world. 
While he's striving towards perfection, he must be in a setting containing elements necessary for such effort. The period of earning must, be, must therefore be one where a maximum challenge exists, where the spiritual and physical are in constant strife. That's what has to be to worlds. In this environment, there must be nothing to prevent material from prevailing and doing what it can. And conversely, there must be nothing to prevent the spiritual from doing what it can. Meaning there has to be an ability to choose between good and bad. Nothing should exist that be give either one an inappropriate advantage. It doesn't mean it's always exactly equal. But it means that you, we always have the choice between the two. Although it might seem best to make the spiritual stronger than the physical and easier for man to succeed in the light of man's true purpose and what God desires of him, name that he earned perfection through his own effort, it would not be good at all. Again, as we explained, the purpose is to earn it on ourselves, and therefore the Bereshim did not want to give us an added advantage in saying it's easier. In the period of reward, however, the exact opposite is appropriate. The more physical... The more the physical prevailed, the more it would darken the soul and prevent it from drawing close to Hashem. In time reward, it's if appropriate to the soul prevail and that it be totally physical, be totally subjugated to it, and it's not restrained at all. Again, as we'll discuss, there is still some degree of physicality in the next world, and we'll explain what that means as we get there. But it's almost, it's totally subjugated to the spiritual in the next world, because in the next world, the purpose is to just enjoy being davak by Hashem. It's for this reason God created two worlds, the Olam Hazeh and Olam Haba. The environment and natural laws of this world are necessary for man during this period of striving. The environment and laws of the world to come on the other end are what are necessary for man during this period of reward. Among the things that one must realize is the fact that a man has been radically altered. As a result of Adam's sin, a great change took place, transformed both man and his world to a large degree, entailing many things and having numerous effects. When we speak of man and his environment, we must therefore distinguish in his state before sin and his state afterwards. Now we're going to learn what we're going to do tomorrow to understand. We had this a few weeks ago, Parasha, right? To understand the difference between Adam, Rish, and Kaid Machet, and Adam, Rish, and had a world radically changed. Ever wondered how the Nachash spoke to Adam, Rish, you have a Meranachash who speaks, right? So we'll discuss those questions again, the difference between man, other mission before Chet and after Chet. Let's quickly review again. We will do this again in a few more days, but let's quickly review the five terms. Menachem, you want to see if you could say them all? Explain them? It's Ari, it's a Tayyip, Gof, and me. So Yeter, Har, Yeter, Gof, basically one. What is it? Explain more. And animal intellect, which and is animal right. Yeah, and, and emotions, right? Yeah, Shama, you're, you're Shama drive, he's, he's good. Through your, through your seichel, your human seichel that has yeah. ability to, and that's the two parts again that are that 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 can battle, right? You can tell yourself, I you say to yourself, I want to do this, but I want to do that, and hopefully you learn to say, my animal wants to do this, and I want to do that, and therefore I want to be me, and a. And a, a neshama, not a animal, but right, we can have those two parts. And conscious an animal who never says, you know, I think I should kill the lion. Says I think I should kill that sheep. But you know what? I feel bad for it. No such thing, right? Either wants to do it or doesn't want to do it. And conscious to human, we can say I want, but I don't want. The animal drive and the neshama, which is the seichel, and the neshama, which is attached to the seichel, which draws the seichel towards the benishalom. And me, when we go to Elam with our hard work in this world, based on just the level that we have in the next world, is based on our dvekas and Hashem. And this world is the consciousness of a person, which is his, his intellect, his emotions, which are attached. They become one with the neshama that Hashem gives us, which is what drives us to the next world. The neshama has also other roles, 
But in this context, that's what we have. That's what we have to understand. Shalom Aleichem, this is Menachem Weinberg. These Yorim were given in Yeshivas Ahavas Atera, Cleveland. For more information, visit yeshivasahavasatera.org. Thank you.